Nobody loves a good Charleston brunch more than my Auntie C. Auntie C, Auntie C. Hey! <laughs> and today, I'm cooking up some of her favorite low country classics. Mm-mm. Party, hey! Creamy Charleston shrimp and grits. Flaky buttermilk biscuits with a rosemary apricot jam. A refreshing tomato and cucumber salad. And Auntie C's got a secret recipe for a delicious frozen coffee mm. drink that'll really get us going. Girl, I gotta turn my back up, sir. Come on. <laughs> when you're born in the South, there are two things you're gonna learn. Southern hospitality and good eating. Let's eat! Down here in South Carolina is where I sat at my grandmother's kitchen table and learned all of my family recipes. And now I've made those recipes my own as a traveling chef and caterer, inspired by the deep roots we have here in the Sea Islands of Charleston. These days, you can find me right here in this beautiful place I call home, feeding the ones I love the most. I'm Cartier, but when I'm in the kitchen, everyone calls me Miss Brown. My Aunt TC is a, what I like to call a brunchaholic. So I'm inviting her over today, and we're gonna have a cute little girl's brunch right here at my house. So I'm starting off with an apricot jam, and I'm using dried apricots, because it's just easier to find year-round. And I mean, it's already sweetened, just add a little bit more sugar to it. So I'm using about four cups, and to this bowl, I'm gonna add some boiling hot water. What I'm basically doing is rehydrating the dried apricots and infusing flavor. Some rosemary, a half a cup of sherry, it's gonna kick up the sweetness in that fruit, and it's gonna add a layer of depth. All right? Bring out my bowl here and get started on the biscuits. I love a good buttermilk biscuit. I've tried many, many, many recipes, but what I found is using self-rising flour takes care of everything. You don't have to figure out how much baking powder. Listen, it's already in the flour. So I have two cups of self-rising flour in my bowl here. I'm gonna add in four tablespoons of really cold shortening. I want the biscuit to be fluffy, and I also want to create really nice layers. Cutting it into cubes to make sure that it gets evenly distributed. Using my hand just to create little pea size of the shortening. This is to make sure that the fat gets throughout the flour. Who is the biscuit maker in my family? I think it would have to be myself. <laughs> my mom, forget about it. She does not bake. I think the last time my mom baked for me was when I was at least like 10. She used to make these things called goodie bars, and that's as far as my mom's bacon goes. Two-third cup of buttermilk. Uh-huh. The ball is starting to form now. I'm not really struggling with it. And you don't want to overwork your dough, because if you overwork your dough, you're gonna get a hockey puck, okay? Adding flour to my cutting board. All I do is just roll it out into my surface, about a half inch thick. I'm using a two-inch biscuit cutter. And I'm putting the biscuit cutter into flour to make sure that it comes out very easily. Press down, do not twist and turn. If you twist and turn, you mess up the layers. So just press down, release up, pull it up, you have your biscuit. I'm just gonna make sure I use every single drop of this dough. Wash my hands. I like to have my skillet nice and hot so I can get this really nice brown crust at the bottom of the biscuit. Brush some butter at the bottom, add my biscuits. I like my biscuits to touch, and the reason for that is if they're separated, they have room to spread. So if they're together, they have no reason but to get along and rise. 
melted butter, brush it on top. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to also add some butter on top when they come out of the oven. I mean, this is going to be a really buttery and flaky biscuit. I have my oven preheated to 450. I'm going to bake these for about 15 to 17 minutes. So my apricots have been soaking, and I'm going to reserve a half a cup of this glorious water, the sherry, the flavor of the apricots, the rosemary. So I'm going to put a half a cup over there, strain the rest. I don't need this rosemary, so I'm just going to take that out. The apricots have expanded. They've absorbed that water, the sherry, the rosemary. Turn the heat up. Four cups of sugar. I know it may sound like a lot, but honey, it's a jam. A half a cup of sherry. Just eyeball that. Teaspoon of rosemary in there. I really love the combination of the rosemary and the apricots. The rosemary adds this really fresh, herby kick to it. I'm going to grab the reserved liquid with the sherry and the rosemary that I used. The zest of one lemon, maybe like a teaspoon of zest. The lemon just brightens up the flavors of that apricot. I want to also use the juice. Growing up, my grandmother would tell me stories of her mother canning. Back then, you know, they didn't really have a refrigeration system, so the only way that you can preserve fruit throughout the winter was by canning. And my great-grandmother canned everything. And my grandmother still cans to this day. Uh, just the other day, my grandmother canned some pears, so I can't wait to have that. Oh, I can already smell the apricot and the lemon and the rosemary. Now, I'm adding pectin, of course, because I'm making a jam. And you can find pectin in nearly every grocery store. Adding this entire packet. I'm going to let this go for about 10 to 15 minutes. You want to make sure that the fruit breaks down. My biscuits are done. Ooh, they are beautiful, nice and fluffy. One last step. More butter. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With that apricot jam, these butter biscuits going to be my jam. Coming up, a Charleston brunch classic. The creamiest, most flavorful shrimp and grits you'll ever have. That plate is too cute. <laughs> but first, my fresh tomato cucumber salad is the perfect compliment. It's just delightful. So Auntie just called me. She told me to put some coffee on and put them into ice cube trays and freeze them. I'm not sure why she asked me to do this, but... I'm guessing she has something up her sleeves. When Aunt TC calls, I answer and I listen. Aunt TC is actually a Christian comedian. I've seen her stand up at church and it's hilarious. I'm like, oh goodness, I hope the church folks are ready. <laughs> but it's nice, clean, funny jokes. She is a ball. She's the sweetest person you'll ever meet and she'll do anything you need her to do. Aunt TC actually helped me several times at my supper club. So if she wants, some coffee and ice tray, I'll do that for her. That's the least I could do. I am making a cucumber and tomato salad. We always eat this on the side of our breakfast, lunch, dinner, but normally we like to eat this at brunch. So I've got three tomatoes here. These are beefsteak tomatoes. What I like to do is just go around the edge like this. I really don't like using like the core of the tomato because I really don't like the way the seeds look. So what I do is just cut on the outside so I can get just the really bright, thick skin of the tomato. I'm not wasting this tomato. I can blitz this up, make some tomato soup with this later. I don't waste anything in this house. Brunch in the South is pretty heavy. So a salad like this just, I think it, it rounds out the meal. 
I'm using a English cucumber in my salad because it has a thinner skin and smaller seeds. I like just eating this as a snack. I mean, just get a bowl of this, I am happy. So I've lived in a few states throughout my adulthood. While I lived in Jersey, they would always tell me, you know, Jersey has the best tomatoes. Is that a Jersey accent? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I would always hear, Jersey has the best tomatoes. I'm like, uh-uh, you have never been to Charleston, South Carolina, because we would have some of the best, not tomatoes, but tomatoes. You ain't never had eaten until you had yourself a good tomato sandwich. That's just basically some cheap white bread, some mayonnaise, and tomatoes. Mm-hmm. You can just do the tomatoes with the cucumbers, but I love a good red onion. Thin slices. Give a little variation of shape here. And I like using a red onion simply for the color. But I'm only going to use half of the onion. Don't want to overpower the salad with onion flavor. A teaspoon of dried dill. A tablespoon of dried basil. Parsley. Dried herbs gives you more of a concentrated flavor of herbs, whereas fresh herbs gives it more of a brightness. A few pinches of salt to this and some pepper. So I'm making a simple vinaigrette, which is basically olive oil, red wine vinegar. With all of these fresh flavors, you don't want to mask the flavor with a really complicated dressing. Give it a mix. Super simple, super refreshing. And it's so vibrant, it's so pretty. The red, the green, the red onions. Oh, let me give this a taste to make sure I don't need to add anything. Mmm. It's really lively. The texture is very crisp. I don't know if there's any way of just saying this. It's just delightful. I'm gonna let this sit in the fridge, I'm gonna hop in the car, head down to the mill, and get my grits. the Geechee Boy Mill right down the street from my house. Hey, Free. Hey, how are you? Good to see you. Good to see you, too. They have some of the best grits I've ever tasted in my life. Hey, Greg. Hey, how are you? You're back. I'm back. I got my Aunt TC coming over and uh, making her some shrimp and grits. Perfect. I love Greg and his family. I've known them for years. I've seen his boys grow up. I mean, this mill has been in their family for generations. How did you guys start? This started as a tomato farm. As we saw tomatoes kind of ending, we yeah. got a chance to keep going forward. Now we're just doing heirloom grains. You've done good for yourself, so. Well, thank you. Take care, guys. See you next time. Auntie C will be here soon. Got to get this shrimp and grits started. Shrimp and grits is a staple item in the low country, especially at brunch. Eat at brunch, breakfast, dinner, whatever. We eat shrimp and grits all day long. While my bacon is frying, I'm going to get started on my grits. I'm using old-fashioned grits, two cups. Old-fashioned grits are less processed than quick grits, so it takes a little longer to cook. These are the grits that my grandmother grew up on. She still uses old-fashioned grits. I like quick grits, I mean, of course, because if you're in a rush, quick grits can cook within like five minutes, but old-fashioned grits take about 20 minutes to cook. And the reason I whisk the grits as I pour it in because grits lump up very quickly. If you serve a lumpy grit to anybody in the South, your name will be the talk of the town. Once it starts to boil, you'll bring it down to a simmer, and if you don't salt your water now, you'll have some really bland grits at the end. Auntie C's here. Auntie C, Auntie C. Hey! Auntie. <laughs> 
Was that a little dance? That's a little dance. That's a little dance. That's a little Yes. Well, you see me over here getting started on this trip and grits. Yes. I need your help. Okay. Okay. Just wash your hands. You got my help. You smell all the way down the street, right? I know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Can you help me with the onions? Teamwork makes the dream work. That's right. It smells so good in here, Cartier. This girl is making my favorite. You know, I was thinking, where do shrimp and grits come from? Definitely Charleston, but you know, everybody makes shrimp and grits so different. You know, mm -hmm. and I think we mm -hmm. all just added our own flavor. You have to have fresh shrimp. How can you eat shrimp and grits without Charleston right. shrimp? Girl, I don't care if you got to go out in the creek all day long. <laughs> I'm telling you, you you need fresh shrimp mm -hmm. with shrimp and gravy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think people actually want to take the quick way out. Mm -hmm. But because I love cooking, I like to take the great way out. Uh, oh, oh, all right. Yes, yes. Slow way is the great way. I think we got okay. enough onions before I start boohooing in here. Oh, girl. OK. Well, yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's enough. Yes. This pan is nice and brown, so that's going to give me a good dark gravy. You put that in there? Yes, I'll go ahead and add that in for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's going to make a really good gravy mm -hmm. right there. That's actually the biggest key to making it as well. You got to get, that, that, get that, that pan yeah. nice and mm -hmm. dirty. Yes. And I need a little bit of flour. Can you stir around the grits for me, too? I sure can. Thank you. Cardi, what kind of grits do you use? I'm using old-fashioned grits today. Oh, really? Using old-fashioned grits, it just holds up a lot better. You know, it's yeah. nice and thick. If the grits is thicker, then I won't need extras. You know, no, you're right, I, won't, right. I won't need a second help. Right. Because you know? it'll stick to your bones. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my girl said. I used to tell my children, honey, it's going to stick to your gizzard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. This is coming along really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That looks good over there, Cardi. Yeah, it's coming together. OK, look it's at you. See, I, I learned a thing or two. Y'all taught me well. You did, I'm okay. telling you. It looks really good. <laughs> Just gonna cook this down till the onions get a little translucent. Mm -hmm. And while I do that, can you put a little flour in the shrimp and some salt, pepper, and garlic powder? We like to add flour to our shrimp just to get it a little crispy. I love brunch. I eat brunch every single day. Mm -hmm. And you make a good mm -hmm. hefty brunch. Yes, I do. You do? Mm -hmm. You have some left over for dinner. <laughs> Sometimes the oil will cook out of the onions in the skillet. It's okay to add a little bit more. I'm using canola oil. I'm gonna round the shrimp, and that's where you get the distinguished color of gullah shrimp. Did you remember to freeze the ice cubes, the, the coffee ice cubes? Uh -huh. Yeah. What what are we doing with that? Well, don't worry about that. I just okay. want to make sure that you did it. Okay, I did it. Start with the grits when you know. I do. sure can. You know, we can't have yeah. any lumps in yeah, that grits. That's right. Add uh -huh. some water to this pot now. That's when the gravy begins. Uh-huh. I love the sound mm -hmm. of sizzle. Mm-hmm. With gullah food and low country mm -hmm. food, we like to build layers of flavor. Yes. So, you know, a lot of our food, it's a, it's a process. You want to take your time on something mm -hmm. like this, you mm -hmm. know? I've always just known how to make shrimp and grits gullah style. But what do you think makes it gullah? The brown gravy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Try that. <laughs> mm, girl. Make sure that that brown gravy is right. Mm -hmm. I love the onion flavor, the garlic in there. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. Now, what's going to really set it off is when you add the bacon. Mm -hmm. Yes. Take the same bacon that I used to get that bacon grease in the beginning. All those flavors, the bacon, the shrimp, the gravy. Mm -hmm. It's going to really boost that taste. Mm -hmm. Hey. 
Mm-hmm. I see you made yourself at home. What you yes. got going on? <laughs> coffee. Oh. Yeah. You know what? I went to one of those big uh, coffee mm-hmm. places right out there, and I spent $6 on one of those frozen coffee drinks. Mm-hmm. I know that's a lot for you. I can make it myself. <laughs> this is why I had you freeze the coffee. Oh. Yes. Half a cup of uh, sugar, uh-huh. and now I'm going to sprinkle just a little cinnamon. And it's like got, a holiday type of... I know, right? Machine. I like that. Rice milk. About 16 ounce here. Grate some of that ginger in there for me. A hint of ginger. Just a hint. Chocolate hazelnut spread in here. Girl, yes. Oh, I'm excited. Yes, yes, yes. Where's my nutmeg? Oh, okay. So you don't use the ground nutmeg. <laughs> Grating the nutmeg yourself it has a stronger taste. So how many times have you made this, Auntie Z? This is actually my first time. I'm thinking this no, is no. like something that you do all well, the wait time. Wait until you taste it. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Ooh. 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 My. Oh, my goodness. This mm. is good. Mm. It's like a milkshake. What do you taste in it, though? I definitely taste the, the creamy chocolate hazelnut. Mm-hmm. I'm tasting the coffee. That ginger, girl. You, that I, ginger the tastes ginger so good in here. Through. It does the, cut yes, through. Yes, it does. Let's get that shrimp and grits going, because you know that gravy gets thick if yes. you let it sit too long. Yep, everything's Ooh, ready. Ooh, that looks so good. I'm ready to eat. Can you cut up some green onions for I me? I sure can. I came hungry. Okay. Like, very hungry. I'll give you a good serving. Please do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And look how thick and creamy slides right off the spoon. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. You did good, girlfriend. <laughs> you hungry? Do you really have to ask that? Let's go. Let's go eat. <laughs> I also made some buttered buttermilk biscuits, and I made my own jam for you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Apricot rosemary jam. Dig right into it. Yes. Ooh. Girl, I already know you have me some packed, ready to go home. You know I keep a to-go box on hand. I know you do. <laughs> Let me try this salad. Here. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, hear that? Huh? I'm eating and my stomach is growling, girl. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you. Your stomach is telling you more. Mm-hmm. Give me mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Party, hey. It's nice and creamy. The seasoning is just perfect. You love it. Girl, toast the meat. Mm. Close to you, Auntie C. Yes. And everything that you do and everything mm. that you are. Oh, <laughs> you're so sweet. I'm going to get back to eating. You don't have to tell me twice, okay? I know we're very busy people, but we have to at least try to do brunch at least once a month. At least once a month. Spill cheers. Yes. Love you. I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs>